And these are hot prosperity keys, which never fail. There are how many? What, what, are, what are the different types of giving that God requires? Number one is giving free will, giving, giving to God, free will, offerings. Offerings are what you give to the Lord out of your heart. Amen. What, what, what other giving, giving is there? there. Tithe, which, which is, is not free, free will, will, it's something required, required by God. By God. Amen. 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 And then and we, we also, also have, have alms giving, giving or giving, or giving to, to the poor. The poor. Thank thank you. Thank you. Or charitable giving. Thank you. Or charitable giving. Hallelujah. Charitable giving. So these are the three types of giving. Amen. And, and these are important giving. giving. Praise, Praise God. God. So, those are those the things we've been talking about. about. Thank God. Thank God. So, what is the first? The first is the key of knowing that it is God who gives us prosperity. How many really know that? Every Christian who knows that it is God who gives them prosperity in time. Every Christian who knows that it is God who prospers them will give offering. Every Christian who knows that it is God who prospers them will give to, to the poor. Because, because I know it is God who gives me. What did Jacob say? If God will be my God, God and God will provide for me, me, God will take me out, protect me, God will take me wherever I go and bless me, then a tenth of what I, I get or a tenth of my increase I'll give to the Lord. Amen. Number two, position yourself for prosperity. We need to position ourselves. And we talk a lot about that. Hallelujah. We talked, we talked about, about giving, giving to the, to the poor. poor. You said a lot about giving to the poor. The benefits of giving to the poor. Read from Job 29, Psalm 41. Hallelujah. And then we also talked about so many other things. Now, last time we talked, we also talked about. What else we talk about? The way Jesus is giving. We talk about the giving ratio. 
They really talk about our lives. They give me ratio. Jesus was at the treasury. How many of you remember that? that? Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus was at the treasury. What verse did you use? We read from Luke. And we also read from Mark. Let's take the Mark account. Mark 12, 41 to 44. But that's why it's important to write that note. And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. And many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a pattern. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto him, So the creator of the universe saw it fit to sit by the treasure and to monitor and to watch. I mean, the creator of the universe saw it fit to just sit down. Many of us would think it's a waste of time to just sit down and watch people give. But the universe, the creator of the universe saw that it's important to watch the people give and how they give, how much they give, and what they are giving. And he caught, let, let's start again. No, no you let, let's finish this and we'll read it again so that you can picture the creator of the universe. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them. So the disciples did not see it necessary. That's why they were doing other things. So he had to call them. Verily I say unto you that this poor widow has cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. Continue. For all they did cast in of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. Next verse. Okay, that's it. Hallelujah. So, I think that's powerful, isn't it? Now let's look at it in uh, NLT. And you also read it from Luke. But let's continue. NLT, let's start from verse 41. Jesus went over to the collection box in the temple and sat and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two pennies. Two pennies. He called his disciples to him and said, I assure you, this poor widow has given more than all the others have given. For they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she has. Now think about it. So it means that God watches what we give divided by our surplus. Or I don't minus the surplus, might not is divided by our surplus, and call and then determines that the giving ratio is one percent. Some people's giving ratio is hundred percent. Some people's giving ratio is ninety percent. But remember that you can earn thousand a month, and you, your bills are 800 a month and you have 200 left. And you give 100 of the 200. After paying all your bills and tithe and everything. That after paying tithe. So it's 50% giving ratio. 50%, you've given 100 divided by the surplus, 200. 
That's 50%. I don't know whether God uses the word giving ratio, but that's my definition of what Jesus said. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then you have somebody who earns $10,000 a month and his bills are $1,000. I'm just giving imaginary numbers because even rent will not be 1000 but just for simplicity. So $9,000 is, no, let's start, let's make it even simpler. $11,000 he makes a month. And $1,000 is expenses. So his surplus after expenses are paid is $10,000. And he gives $2,000 out of the $10,000. So his giving ratio is 2 over 10, 20%. So one gave 50%, one gave 20%. Jesus saw it fit to watch the people rich casting in much Go to verse 41. The rich people give a lot of money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Because if you're, you have a million dollars and you give 10,000 to the church, who? $10,000. But 10,000 divided by a million surplus compared to $100 given over 200 surplus is a big difference. 1,000 divided by a million is what? I should know it, but it's okay. It's 0.1%. Because it's 1,000 divided by 1 million. So someone earns a million dollars. No, I mean, someone's surplus after expenses are paid in the year is 1 million. And they've given $1,000. It's 0.1%. If they give $10,000, it is 1%. But $10,000 to us is, oh, this person has done very well. But someone who only has $200 surplus and gives $100 has given 50% versus 1%. Now, I don't know how God does the judgment. And when I say judgment, I don't mean we are punished. No, no. How God gives the rewards. But he rewards giving. How does he give the rewards? Does he say, okay, 1%, so 1% times what I would have given you, or 50%, I, I don't know what he does, but I know that he's interested in the giving ratio. That I know. Otherwise, he would not be standing by the treasury. Jesus went over to the collection box in the treasury at the temple and sat and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. I want us to think about this as we give to God. That's why David said, Okay, I'll, I'll tell you about David and the, 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 the purchase. Next verse. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two pennies. Two pennies versus a large amount. Please continue. He called his disciples to him because this is an important thing that God looks at. I assure you, this poor widow has given more than all the others have given. Because two divided by two, he gave, she gave all. That's 100%. For they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she has. So you and I, God is not expecting us to use all our surplus. If we use, this all, if we use all our surplus, then Proverbs 3, 9 and 10 cannot hold. Your barns will be filled with plenty because you've used all your, bar, your, your plenty. So there's no more plenty because it's finished. God is not saying use all your surplus. But God is saying that give a good amount. 
Am I preaching here? Because when you give a good amount, he gives you more. Mm. Now, David, after he counted, numbered Israel, and God said, you, you have, I'm upset with you, David, for numbering Israel. So I'm going to call the destroyer. I'm going to let him kill people. Most likely, God said, I'll call the destroyer to kill many people because those people needed to die anyway. I don't know. I'm not God. But I know God is perfect, and whatever he does is an excellent reason for it. So he, the, the angel of the, the destroyer or whatever started killing people, wiped out so many people. Maybe those were people who needed to die because of their sins, and they were spared. And because of David's breach, God decided to execute justice. Then God said, do you want me to give you to the hands of your enemies, David? Or you want me to deal with you and punish you? And David said, your mercies are a lot old. You do, do, deal with me, deal with me. Where is Latini? I remember when she was a youth. She, 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 she went, we're going out to a movie or restaurant we're going to eat or oh, and then after that we'll go and watch a movie as we're going she did something wrong so i said i'm going to pinch you and i'm going to let you or i'll let you stay home I'm, i don't know if you remember yeah you're too young for that which one do you want pinch me pinch me pinch me I want to go with you. Pinch me. <laughs> well, it wasn't per se with you. It was, I want to go and eat out and watch the movie. Pinch me, pinch me. When I looked at her, the way she said, pinch me, pinch me, I just said, okay, let's go. So that's David. David was like, your mercy is a lot. I'll prefer you to deal with me than my enemies. Then God said, okay. No more distraction. Then after that, David said, let me build the house. Let me purchase the land because I've determined to build a house for God. Let me purchase the land. So he went to purchase the land that will be used to build, uh, 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 to, to, to build the temple. Hallelujah. Because it, it was really David's temple, but Solomon built it. So it's called Solomon's temple. Hallelujah. Glorious temple. That was 40 years or whatever in building. Hallelujah, imagine. Then David said, okay, I want to purchase this land. The guy said, you are the king. Let me give it to you for free. Let me give it to you for a small price. Let me give it for free. David said, no, 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 no. Let me give it to you for a small price. David said, no, if, do you, you, you don't understand. If it was for me, if it was for my wives, if it was for my friend, I could take it for free or I've paid a minimum amount. But if it's for, it is for God, I will never purchase or give to God something that will not cost me. You can't put your hands together for the Lord. Then David said, I'll buy it at a premium. I'll not just buy. I want to, I'm not going to negotiate. I want to buy it at a premium. That's the kind of man my David had. I, I, because it's for God, I'll spend on it. I, I, it has to sacrifice me. David was someone who said, ah how I'm thirsty and how I wish I'll have some water to drink. I'm thirsty. Then his men heard it and they sacrificed their lives, risked their lives, not sacrifice, risked their lives to get water 
from the enemy camp. When they brought it to David, David said, wow, you did this for me. But your sacrifice was too wild. Then he poured it as an offering to the Lord. That's the kind of person we are talking about. This is the man who, when the Ark of the Covenant was being brought to the city of David, he danced and played before the Lord with all his might. Then the Bible says that every six, six except one, two, three, four, five, six, stop. Then they sacrificed cows and fatlings, they sacrificed to the Lord. One, two, three, four, five, six. They stop, they sacrifice. Don't forget, they are carrying him. They are carrying the ark. There's a, and they are carrying his wives. There's a, there's a lot of manual work. One, two, three, four, five, six. Most likely, people will be disgruntled. But he didn't care. King Saul, the people made me do it. The voice of the people. David said, no, when it comes to God, there's nothing like the people. David was prepared to let Nathan. Joel, Titi, Michelle. Now, they'll come to the camera, they must see you. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I am David. Now, you are Nathan, rebuking me for killing my loyal servant, soldier, and taking his wife. Yes, sir. Oh God, I've sinned against you and you only. Now, you are Samuel. I am Saul. Rebuke me. How dare you? No, no, no. Watching the crowd. Rebuke. Because David's rebuke was public. Everyone saw it. But David fell down. He wasn't interested in people. Rebuke. Rebuke. The people. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. Then, turn around in anger. Oh, honor me before the people. Honor me. Then, the, 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 the scatter. So, whilst he's going, he wants... King Saul wants Samuel to honor him in front of the people so that the people will not see the king be rebuked, so that he will, he will bow or whatever. And then as soon as the scared toy said, the kingdom has been torn from you and given to someone more worthy. But David was not interested in the scared. He was not interested in the people. Michelle, now you be Nathan. I'm, uh, are you rebuking me? Rebuke me. Wow. <laughs> is that your rebuke? This one there is easy. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. <laughs> how, many are, how many are getting me so far? Very, very important. So you will see the importance of sacrifice. Those who were children of God. Look at Abraham. Abraham said, I have fought for Sodom. Now, 
the enemy that had plundered them and taken Lot's family as captives, Abraham and his great household was able to defeat them. Then the king said, look, let me give you some reward for it. Abraham said, no way. I will not take from you so that one day you say that you, it is through what you gave me, I became rich. I want you to be clear who gave me the riches. It is God. You and I must have that mindset. If we really believe that God is the one who provides, God is the provider, God is the sustainer, then we must prove it by what we give. It's not good enough to say, oh my God, I know God. I know God. I know God will supply my needs. No, you don't. If you did, you'd be giving to him. Wow. Did you get that? If you did, you'd be giving. If you did, you'd be giving your tithe. Paying your tithe. If you did, you'd be giving your offering. If you did, you'd be giving alms. Because if someone has helped you and you really believe it, then you will help his children. God is the father of the fatherless. When you give to the poor, when you give to the orphan, when you give to, to, to the widow, the Bible says when you give to the poor, you are lending to God. <clears throat> and he will repay. He's the father of the fatherless. If you give to the orphan, you are giving to God's children. We are all God's children, but God has taken a special interest as a special father to the fatherless. Because they have no father, so he's the father. Wow. Did you get that? So that's why Jacob said in Genesis 28, 16 to 22, if God will be with me, who hallelujah, am I preaching here? If God will be with me, number two, God, and if God will keep me in this way that I go, meaning that God will protect me. Number three, if God will give me bread to eat and clothe me, meaning God will supply all my needs as Jehovah Jireh, and God will provide for me. Number four, if God makes me return to my father's house in peace, meaning that going home safely and in peace. Number five, then God, we must know that God will be my God. And a tenth of everything I have, I will give to God. Oh, hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, we all know where it comes from. Genesis 22, 14. But let's continue. Philippians 4, 19. But my God. Ooh, glory. But my God. Look at Philippians 4. Let's start from 17. But my God. Hey, did you get that? Philippians 4, 17. Let's start from 14. Notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Let's continue. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent out and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account, to your credits. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Ephrodite the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, meaning that when you give to help someone, it's an odor of sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. <clears throat> but my God. So someone will say, hey, 
Philippians 4 18 says, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But it's in connection to giving. It's not in a matter of shouting, Hey, my God, who my God shall supply. No, it's deeper than that. If you are not giving, you can't use that verse. Look at this. Let's start from 17 to 19 NLT. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. What I want is for you to receive a well-earned reward because of your kindness. At the moment, I have all I need, more than I need. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with Aphrodite. They are a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable to God and pleases him. And that this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his gracious riches which has been given to us in Christ Jesus because of how good and charitable you are, because of how freely you give, my God will supply all your needs. You have to understand the Bible when we read it. My God shall supply all your needs because of how generous you are. If you are not generous, you can use this verse all you want. At the same time, sing, twinkle, twinkle, little star. (laughs) But when you give to somebody in need, I said, when you give to somebody in need, when you give to someone who really needs it, and then you are quoting, the, oh God, your word says, in Philippians 4.19, Lord, you saw I gave to that poor person. You saw I gave to help someone. So I stand on your word, oh God, in Philippians 4.19, that my God shall supply all my needs. He's listening, and he's, he's supplying. Amen. That's prosperity. What do you think? Glory to God. And we also read, look at 2 Corinthians 9, 10 and 11. We've read that before. Let's read it again. Second Corinthians 9, 10 and 11. Now, okay, let's use NLT. Yes, let's use ESV for this. ESV. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase your harvest of your righteousness, the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Look at verse. 11 NLT. Did you get that? This is very important. This is a critical key. NLT. Verse NLT. Verse 10, please. For God is the one who gives seed to the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will give you many opportunities to do good and he will produce a great harvest of generosity in you. NLT is not saying the thing in the way uh, uh, look, look at this in NESB <clears throat> verse 10 always have King James in NESB now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply so meaning that what you need for your daily sustenance you supply 
and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of a righteousness. Meaning that he will give you what you need and he will multiply what you have so much that you have abundance to continue to give. I don't know what I'm preaching here. We are talking about, you can put your hands together for the Lord. We are, Lord, we are talking about prosperity, true prosperity. True prosperity. Do you see why many Christians, because I used to ask myself, why is it that the saints are not blessed? There is, uh, 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 as we are here, I was watching the documentary and I was disturbed. But I got the answer, so there's no need to be disturbed about it. They, They saw a church with poor people in some village. They were giving to the church. But they were poor. The man went after five years. They were still poor. Even though they were giving. Then he went to another church where the people were poor. The people were taught about helping the poor and how to do well financially and all that. And they were making it better. So sometimes, it's, so we have to also be, give in wisdom. You give to the church, it sustains what you have. But if you don't have much, but if you are giving to the church, you are giving to things like uh, 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 what the GHMC and some of these other things, and you are helping the poor, then helping the poor increases so much of what you have. Gives you multiples. And the tithe secures what you are getting. Tithe secures your, 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 what you have. It, 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 it prevents the holes in the pocket. Oh, holes in the pocket. You watch medical bills. You watch car problems. You watch uh, missed, uh, some swindled money. Was, the, recently, I was about to do something. And God opened the door and realized that, look, gave me 2020 vision. In the spirit of see that look, this thing. <laughs> hey! But if you, I don't know if you get what I'm saying, so sometimes we need to be open and sensitive to what God is doing. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important that we understand that when we give to the poor, it makes a whole lot of difference. Because the tithe prevents the whole. Insurance claim. Hey! But he, he you know, we'll read that. He rebuked the devourer. He cannot penetrate. He cannot take from us. If you are in, and then blessings that are not financial only come from tithe. Offerings will cause people to give to you. Arms. You see, give and it shall be given unto you. It's not just church. It includes church, but it's everything. Every kind of giving. He didn't say give to the church and it's a give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, or running over water. Shall God cause men to give unto your bosom. So you give to the church. You give tithe. It secures you produces blessings. It produces everything you need for whatever that gives. Giving alms takes you to the next level. And if you don't pay tithe and you give alms, the pockets most likely will be full of holes. You'll be getting plenty by it to be going. 
Don't shut me down. I'm preaching good here. Pocket full of holes. A basket with holes. You are putting water in and the water is coming out. You don't understand. But when you pay your tithe, it secures what you have. And it secures the blessing. I will pour you out a blessing. Let me finish quickly so I can get to the tithe. It secures. I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And I'll pour, that word pour out is empty out a blessing. <clears throat> when, when, something, when you have something, you're emptying it out, there will not be enough room to receive it. You can pour it and stop pouring. So that when, the, if you have a basket here, bring your phone. Imagine there's a basket, hold it, hold it, and I'm pouring. I can decide to stop, but when I'm emptying, emptying something out, there will be so much, resource, much resources that there will not be enough room because you are emptying it out. You can put yours together for the Lord. That's what God will do with the blessing. Yeah. Bring your oil tight into the storehouse that may be, there may be meat in my house. Malachi 3.10. And prove me now here with here the Lord of hosts. Prove me now. It means that God, your word says in Malachi 3.10 that if I pay my tithe, you do this, you do this, you do this. Lord, what is going on? Why is this happening? Why have I lost this? Why has this happened? Lord, it doesn't add up. Please, your word says. That's what he means. But how can you say, God, how can you do this? How can you do this when I'm paying tithe? The angels will mock you. They will laugh at you and say, you are joking. Which scripture are you standing on? But if you pay your tithe, you can say, I'm standing on Malachi 3.10. Am I preaching? Say, yeah. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, but that word pour is empty out, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. The Greek word pour is to empty out. I hope that's important, boy. Hallelujah. How many are getting what I'm saying? So, your, the fruit of your righteousness will be increased when you give to the poor. Let's go to, back to verse 11. And then, being enriched in everything. Who? Glory. You will be enriched in everything. You'll be enriched in health. Am I preaching here? You'll be enriched in good fruits. You'll be enriched in finances. You'll be enriched in popularity. You'll be enriched in everything. Oh, you'll be enriched in everything to all bountifulness. You'll be so enriched that you'll be bountiful. You'll have bountiful provision and you'll be generous, which will cause through you thanksgiving to God. So you would be the source of thanksgiving to God. People will bless God and magnify God with all their hearts because of you. I thought you put your hands together for that. This is something you put your hands together for the Lord for. Because of you. Because of you. Hallelujah. So I pray. That's it. <clears throat> Any opportunity you get. How many, if you see there's gold in this place, I just need to deposit. When I put in a penny or I put in something, gold will come out. How many of you want to do that? Look for the poor people. Give it to them. It's the same thing. No difference. Look for poor people genuinely. 
give to them because you are, you are letting God laugh them through you. Look for poor people and give generously to them, generously. Even if you are not expecting anything, the word cannot deny itself. As you are giving to them, it's generating. Because who is going to give to them? If not us. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think? Acts 20:35. Acts chapter 20, verse 25, 35, verse 35. And now uh, 35. I have showed you all things. How that uh, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the word of the Lord Jesus, who said it is more blessed to give than to receive, NLT. Did you get that? And I have been a constant example of how you can help the poor by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Who is the one blessed? The one giving, not the one receiving. That's where Africa has the problem. Yeah. When can we? Eat? <clears throat> who is the who, who is the one who is blessed? The one who is always receiving. Many Christians feel that oh, I'm receiving. We are not talking about God. That's for God. Yeah, we have to receive. Oh. But <laughs> who is the one blessed? The one who is receiving from man every time. I'm receiving. Give me the handout. Oh, I need the money. Give me the handout. Or the one who is giving the handout. Who is the one who is blessed? Yes. So the one giving is the one who is blessed. Why? Because they can be a source of help to someone. And because of that, they'll be blessed by God. <clears throat> Amen. So we must remember. And there are people, you see, the people who have, I really believe it. You see, there are people who have a lot of money. But they give to other things and not to the poor. Or God will ask them. To whom much is given, much is required. God will ask them. God will ask them. You will, oh, you give. But I didn't give to help my cause. You didn't give to help the poor. You gave to whatever thing. This right, that right. You help for that. You gave heavily. You gave for whatever thing, but you didn't give for the one who died for you. I believe that many people who are rich will have a lot of questions to answer. I believe it. Or people who have, who are not helping God. It doesn't mean that you are not talking about heaven hell. We are talking about rewards. When God asks somebody who is about to enter heaven, why they didn't. You see, when we die and we meet God, we will see how significant he is, insignificant we are, insignificant everything we did or what we cared about on the earth. We will see how zero and insignificant it is when we meet God. In the light of Jesus, when we see Jesus, his splendor, his brightness, and we see him, we realize that the things we held 
dear, the things that were important will be zero, nothing. So when he asks us and we see his splendor, we will say to ourselves, oh, why didn't we help the most important? Why, why didn't, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Why? Number one. Number two, after saying, asking ourselves why, God will put a flash of what we would have experienced, the blessings we missed out on on earth. And he'll show us what was supposed to be in heaven for us. The crowns, the brightness, the mansions. <clears throat> That's why he'll wipe away tears. There'll be, there'll be tears in heaven, not because we are being punished. There'll be tears because, oh, I missed my purpose. I missed the reason I was created. I, I missed the most important things. Oh, if I could go back, I would do those things. Then tears, then you wipe away tears and we'll go to glory. But the mansions will see what we would have had and we'll miss it. We'll not have it. We will see the brightness, but we'll not be bright. That's not a story of any of us here. <clears throat> I want brightness. Oh, hey, <laughs> I'm not doing this for nothing. I want brightness. I want, I want to shine like the stars. I, I, I want to shine like the stars. I want to shine like the heavens, according to Daniel 12. I want crowns. Not because I got everything right. No, 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 no. That one there, if it's because you, if it's perfection, let me sit down. Zero score. But if it is Jesus, <laughs> we are getting the scores. <laughs> because he's not looking for perfection. He's just looking for someone who is trying and wants, has faith and is moved by faith. He's moved by faith. <clears throat> Sometimes, uh, as we go into a crusade, I ask myself, what, what is all this? This risk. As we are going, I remember we're in the car going, we're in Honduras, this wild place. I think it's the wildest. Isn't it the wildest? It's the wildest. You, 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 you can die easily. And with all that, we're with some girls in the car and, and as we saw, is this the road? Hey! One of, them, <laughs> one of them shouted, hey! Is this the road? We're all shaking and afraid in the car. But I'm afraid, you, you're shaking. But because we have, we know, we, we are, there's a prize waiting. Jesus. Hallelujah. So all those people who can support, it's best to support. Because you will not go and say, hey! <clears throat> hey! Well, we, we, we had Facebook Live, but the app side, it wasn't working. Data was, there was no data there. So we ask ourselves, should we return? Hey, what is this? People, you, I mean, you, 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 there's no road. Dark. No lights. Also, there are wild people who can catch you. But we say, look, if they will catch us, let them catch us. At least Jesus will protect us. 
Now, what about you? What is it you want to do? Those, what is it you want to do? Daniel 12, 3. Let's start from 1 to 3. This verse is very powerful. Look, Jesus is the bright and morning star. When you are shining, in heaven, the glory and the beauty is shining. Jesus is there. He's shining. Some of the people who had OBEs, out-of-body experiences or NDEs, near-death experiences, one thing they always say is that when they left their bodies, because death is not the, the, the end of life, cessation of life, there's a consciousness. Well, science says there's a consciousness outside the body. We don't care about consciousness or unconscious. We just know that the spirits and the soul separate. When they leave their bodies <clears throat> and they are approaching that tunnel, there's a, there's a being of light. Light emanate like, like radiating through this being. Of course, Mashiach. Beaming through him. And the light that is beaming through him is full of love. Unex, unimaginable love. Now imagine you and I are in heaven shining like the stars. You see, the stars, they are shining, but they have millions of miles. They are very far away. You can imagine how close, if you are in front of a star. Look at the sun. It's a star. Imagine the heat, the brightness. That's what gives the planets and the earth the light. There's darkness without the sun. So imagine you are shining like the stars. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation. This is the tribulation. Even to the time, same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust or are, are dead of the earth shall awake. Some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. It's amazing that there's the Sadducees who don't believe in the resurrection couldn't read this verse, which says that they will awake. And they that be wise, that word wise, when I did a study, is those who teach wisdom, those who teach the word, will shine like the brightness of the skies, the heavens. They will shine like the brightness of the heavens. So if you are teaching Christians, you, are, you have one shine already. You are shining like the, the heavens. And they that turn many to righteousness, as we go downtown, we are winning. So it's not just crusades. As we are going to the streets and winning the lost, as we are doing the food thing we are doing, and, and we are also doing crusades, and they that turn many to righteousness will shine like the stars. Hey! Forever and ever. <clears throat> May you shine. We want to shine. We are not just, we are not, we, are, we know what we are doing. We, are not, we, are, we have to shine. Because <clears throat> we have a long, a short life and a long eternity. Let's assume you are a billionaire. And you decide, like Michael Jackson, to have oxygen. Oxygen, you see, cancer, cancer <clears throat> cannot thrive in oxygen. And it thrives in acidic environments. Most people who have cancer have acidic. Yeah, they are acidic. Most people, uh, 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 oxygen kills cancer cells. 
Now, if you are a billionaire and you are in an oxygen tank, you will die still. <laughs> no, no matter, you die. So, there is a short life and a long eternity. Even if you are a billionaire and you are enjoying this life, you die. Bill Gates will die. Who are the billionaires in town? You die. You all die. Warren will die. It is appointed unto men once to die and after death judgment. So, this money, even though it doesn't give happiness, is for a short time. But eternity is timeless, boundless. There is no time in eternity. Time doesn't exist in heaven. <clears throat> Before time was, what was there? Eternity. There was a point that time began. Before time began, when the universe was created, time began. But before the universe was created, created God is before time. And a time will come that there will be no more time. Trillion, trillion, trillion times, trillion, trillion years will be like a second that starts all over in eternity. Now imagine you, are, you, you, are, you, 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 you have rewards, you are bright, you are shiny, you have a throne, you have crowns forever. <clears throat> Who? Glory, 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 glory. <clears throat> Don't you wonder? But God blesses you on earth too. Amen. God blesses you on earth also. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's focus on what God is looking for. The things we know God is not looking for, let's work on them. But at least the things God is looking for. David said, look, I'm not perfect. I'm trying to be perfect. But what is God looking for? Number one, someone who loves him all out. <clears throat> and proves it by the things they do. I've seen this. God is not able to I mean, that's one thing that God is like. No one knows God, but we all know that when you love God, yeah, it's, 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 it's automatic what happens. You, God is boundless. He's too big for us to be able to comprehend him. But one thing we know, that one we know 100%. When he finds someone who loves him, Papa, <laughs> You can be guaranteed what you do. The rest, you don't know. It's matrix. It's this, it's that, it's that. It's complex. But as for the love part, improving your love for him, that one we know. And what are we waiting for? <clears throat> what are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? The greatest commandment, what's that to wait for? <clears throat> oh, 
one more verse and we'll continue, we'll, we'll continue next week, God willing. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. <clears throat> what, what, what are the songs, Titi and uh, Abby? Honor. Something about honoring God. <clears throat> what song, songs? <clears throat> oh, I honor you. I honor, what? Oh, I honor you. Or whatever. Yeah, what, what, what songs are there? You guys, quickly. My time is up. What are songs about honor? Uh, uh. Oh, I honor you, uh, Abby. <clears throat> Type it in Google. Sorry? Mad. Okay, be typing, be typing. But <clears throat> and then I'll make a point and then close. Honor, Lord, I honor. Ah, there are songs. Say that again. <clears throat> Take your mic. Good. And then let's look. There are more. There are more. <clears throat> and about God, uh, 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 Lord, uh, Lord, I honor you. We give you glory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sing it. Please, time is going. Abby, uh, Tete, Tete, sing the one you're singing. Uh, Abby, don't be there and sing it. Or we want to hear. But uh, Tete, sing it. Be all glory and honor, dominion and power forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what other song? Oh, Lord, I honor you. Okay, sing it. Uh, we give you. Abby, you are worried. Okay. Lord, as we honor you, we give you glory, Lord. <clears throat> as we honor you, you are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. You Continue. As we honor you, we give you glory, Lord. As we honor you, and you are wonderful, and you are worthy, oh Lord. You are wonderful. You are. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy name. For you are great. You do miracles so great. Amen. There is no one else like you. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And then blessing and honor. Glory. Now, all these songs. Now, let's see how heaven sees it. This is not just the verse. There are many other verses that talk about how to honor God. Not just singing. Singing is... is, is you see, when you sing a song and you are not doing what God says do to honor him, how can it count? <clears throat> a woman says, if you love me, you give me a ring at the point. Oh, I love you. I want to be with you, but there's no ring coming. You really believe it? No. You really believe it? No. How can you? So, oh, I honor you, Lord. I give you honor. But God says, if you honor me, you do A. <laughs> if you honor me, you do B. And you won't do it, and you are singing it. And he says, the people who worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Proverbs 39 and 10. That's not the only way to honor God. But that is a sure way to honor God. Why? Because it's written in the Bible. Proverbs 39 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Use King James. Oh, uh, 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 sing it. That's what we're singing just now. Yeah. <clears throat> don't, don't, don't turn to it. You're about to read this. Oh, glory. And no, about how we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we Keep singing. But as a person singing, they've not given a dime to the church. They've not given a dollar to God. And they are singing it. It's the truth. You are wonderful. You are worthy. Oh. These people honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. And in vain they, they worship me. I'm telling you, when God says, for God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. When there is something, you see, David sang what he practiced. <clears throat> As the deer panted for the water, so long at my soul after you, he proved it. Now, this is not the only way to honor God. Because it's in a Bible, when you read the Bible, the Bible says, honor God by doing this. You honor God by helping the poor. It's Bible. You insult God by mocking the poor. So honor the Lord with your substance, with the first fruit of all thine increase. Then what will happen? Then your barns, verse 10, will be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. It means that your business will be flourishing. Things you do will flourish because you are honoring God. You are honoring God. That's the same way you honor your father and mother. How do you honor your father and mother? You can say, Father, I honor you. Mommy, I honor you. But if you don't give them, it doesn't mean Jack, according to the Bible. <laughs> Am I preaching here? So ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. We need to prove the Bible. Honor God the way he says honor him. Love him the way he says love. Now, O 
oh, I love you, God, but you don't love your neighbor. You lie, you've lied to yourself. <clears throat> or rather, you love God and you don't love the brethren. Let me say it properly. If you say, oh, God, I love you. I love you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> but you are hating your fellow Christian. It's a lie. Because God said, how can you say you love God whom you can't see? And yet you don't love your brother you can see. So this is how, so let's be practical as Christians. Take the Bible exactly as it is. God says this is how to prosper. Do this and you prosper. Do this and you be rich. Do this and you live long. If you are given to the poor and you die early, then you bring the verse, Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3. Lord, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here at this time. I've honored daddy and mommy. I've done whatever. I can't die. What happened? Maybe he'll send you back. I don't know. <laughs> you can't die like that. I'm not aware, just at a time. Continue, God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Let's speak to the Lord. Let's bless the Lord. <clears throat> Let's give him praise. Let's ask him to touch our hearts. To make us doers of his word. Not just hearers only, but doers of your word. Doers of your word. Doers of your word, Lord. Make me a doer of your word and not a hearer only, Lord. Give me the love of the brethren. Let me love in deed and in truth. Make me generous. For the liberal soul shall be made fat. There is he that withholdeth that which should be given, and he tends to want. But there is he that scattereth, and he tends to plenty. Give us the grace to know how to truly prosper, to prosper your way, which will be an ever, which will be a, a sure way to prosper, which will be a guaranteed way to prosper and to last in our prosperity to live in an inheritance for our children's children children in the name of Jesus Lord want to prosper Lord want to do well help us to give in these three ways and in all the ways your word requires to give to your church in our tithe. Pay our tithe to give our offerings and to help the needy and the poor, the weak, to support the weak, to help the poor, to help the poor brethren in the churches and then to help the poor people in general to show the love of Jesus to those in need. And we know that your word is sure. 
We know that Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3, Blessed is he that considereth the poor. Your word says it, that the Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. The Lord will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. And he shall be blessed upon the earth. And you will strengthen this person upon the bed of languishing. And you will nurse the person to health. All these are things that you promised to those who are kind to the poor. And many more. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. Oh, you also told us that the true type, the true fasting, the true fasting that you require is to help the poor and to lose the bands of wickedness and to help the needy and the oppressed and to give to the poor and to feed the hungry and to clothe those who are in need. The word says, pure religion on the Father before God and the Father is to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. May we do things according to your word. In Mashiach, Jesus, our Christ's name we pray. Whilst we are praying, amen. Whilst we are praying, if you know in your heart, you are watching and you know in your heart that you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know in your heart that you are not born again. You know that if you die today, you know in your heart that you will perish. You will not go to heaven. You know you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You know that your sins are not forgiven, but you want Jesus Christ to save you, to be the Lord of your life. I want you to just raise your hands where you are. Raise your hands in front of the camera, or sorry, in front of the TV, or whatever. If you are not watching, just raise your hands where you are, if you are listening. The condition for salvation is not perfection. Jesus Christ said, I have not come for the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. The condition for salvation is to repent of your sins. The Bible makes it clear that we must believe and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, not a prophet. You're not talking about being a prophet. The Son of God. God manifested in the flesh. The Son of God. The second person of the Godhead. That Jesus Christ is Lord and that he died on the cross for our sins and his blood was shed for our sins and God raised him from the dead. If you believe these, that's all you need for salvation. Repeat after me if you believe these. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
Father God, we thank you for salvation. Keep and preserve all the people who have given their lives to Jesus. We honor you, O oh God. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Offering time is indeed blessing time. Amen. <clears throat> Let's take out a good offering. If you have your tithe, your first and your best, your tithe, you can raise it up to the Lord and give it. Shall we pray? Father God, bless our tithe. You can also see, Father God, bless our tithe and offering in Jesus' name. On the screen, <clears throat> We are just about to have it on the screen before you okay, before you start we're waiting for those those also watching you can do a, you can you can give to the lord you can give a good offering to the lord so give just text give to 817-826-9772 that's text give to 817-826-9772 or you can sell Christ revealed 21 at gmail.com or PayPal Christ revealed 21 at gmail.com or you can scan the barcode. Hallelujah to Jesus. It is coming from my heart. Praise and thanks unto you, Lord. For all the things that you have Father God, bless our offering and tithe in Jesus' name. Father God, bless our tithe and offering in Jesus' name. Amen. One more time. It is coming from my heart. God, we bless you and worship you in Jesus' name. Amen.